Hello everyone, this is Philip J. Woodward from Hold to Skip, and joining me today is Stefan, uh, the Hi. creator, developer, artist, programmer, and general mad scientist behind an extremely intriguing indie title called Death Trash. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, guten Abend, yep. how, right. how are you? Oh, I'm well. Doing well. It's about 6 o'clock over there, right? Yeah, uh, early evening. Yes, yeah. so it's, it's about 10 o'clock here. Where are you from? Uh, yeah, I'm from uh, uh, Western Germany and now living in Berlin since a few years. Oh, nice. A couple other questions just to kind of get a warm-up, get a feel for everything. Do you mind telling us, uh, the crowd how old you are? I'm uh, 38. Okay. And then do you have another occupation besides being a badass indie game dev? <laughs> I don't know if I'm a badass... <laughs> <laughs> game dev and uh, no uh i i came from uh, from another uh, type of job from the printing industry and then uh, a couple of years now uh, back i i moved uh, to uh, full time to to indie game development okay yeah so if you have one what would you say your favorite movie is <laughs> oh uh, yeah that's difficult I, I like a lot of movies uh I like uh, the Conan movie. Uh, like the, but then, the original Arnold Conan movie? Yeah, but, but kind of it kind of uh it lost a bit of its uh <laughs> over the years uh yeah, I don't know. If I have a lot of films uh, like Blade Runner or other science fiction films, uh, the Alien movies. Oh man, you're hitting you're hitting home with me right now. I love the <laughs> Alien films. I can't wait for uh, Covenant coming out. And then I'm also oh, yeah. really excited for the Blade Runner sequel. It's uh, It's been a long time, and I'm interested to see what they're going to do coming back to the universe. Yeah, it will be interesting to see uh, if it's a good film at all and uh, how it's going to be made, etc. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, actually, just to keep on the subject here, one of my favorite uh, horror films is actually a German uh, horror film called Anatomy. Have you ever seen it? Uh, yeah, yeah. I know okay. that one, yeah just for any fans out there that want to check that out it's a foreign horror film very very cool premise nothing like it has ever been done in america so kind of cool and then so we're going to kind of keep along the same track here what's your favorite song (laughs) oh that's even more difficult like uh so uh, i listen to a lot of black and death metal nowadays okay oh since a few years now but, but i like a lot of bands and uh the the I like more uh, an album instead of uh, single songs. So I'm I'm listening uh, to the whole album uh, most of the time. Okay. Do you do you have a special album that you're working with right now? Yeah, uh, it's it's a Polish uh, black metal band, but I don't even know how it's pronounced. It's like Mogwa. <laughs> Maybe throw the spelling out there. Yeah, that's a, that's a difficult part. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I do apologize. I'm a little sick. Yeah. Um, okay, and then last one. What would you say that your favorite video game is, or if you have a couple? A couple, yeah. Um, Planescape Torment, mm. Fallout, uh, Ultima Seven. Yeah. Nice. All great choices. 
<laughs> so now, now that we've kind of warmed up here and the uh, the audience has kind of gotten to know you a little bit, let's talk about Death Trash. So, according to the website, it takes place generations after uh, the Great Galactic War on a planet called Taurus Five, and now civilization has kind of rebuilt itself, and uh, there's something called Ancients that are being freed from uh, some sort of prisoner shackles, and the ever-growing heart pounds for the flesh hive. And you're apparently kind of plopped into the middle of this as the key of, to the conflict, which sounds like a pretty epic story. Mm-hmm. I think it is. Uh, the main uh, important point here is that it's uh, not uh, taking uh, place on Earth. So it's, a, it's another planet, kind of similar low tech uh, because of circumstances but it, it doesn't have like a, so so it's a post apocalyptic scenario where where civilization is kind of uh, broken or crashed but it doesn't have all the the uh, the previous uh, human civilization uh, references like uh, for example in the fallout games where, where you find the, the bunkers uh, uh, etc uh, on and the destroyed uh, cities so it's uh, another kind of uh, post-apocalyptic scenario. Yeah, and it seems like it's going to bring a, a lot of cool circumstances that we wouldn't even see in those games. One big question I have, are are they humans? Like, are they humans that went out and colonized space? Yeah. Okay, okay. And then there was some sort of conflict that stranded these certain people on this planet. And now oh, the, they were before that. Uh, the, the conflict uh, affected uh, the planet. Uh, okay. And then... Uh, yeah. So it's it uses pixel art. It's post-apocalyptic. It's obviously a role-playing game. There's going to be real-time combat, uh, dialogue trees with conversations with other characters, item crafting, psi powers, and uh, you're going to be exploring this world. How big is this world? Is it is it like an open world, or is it more like chapter-based, uh, where you're going from like section to section? Uh, it's uh, m- more like an um, open world, but it, the the levels are not really uh, so it's separated in levels. But you can uh, visit uh, them by your own uh, choice from a, a world map where you travel around. Okay. So it's so the the uh, it's not uh, everything one big big level, but uh, yeah, kind of separated. But so uh, yeah. I don't know if you've ever played Castlevania: Order of Ecclesia, but. Uh, that game is uh, on the uh, Nintendo DS, and that kind of had like a world map where you selected levels, and then you would play through these sections of levels, and you could go back and forth within these levels, and then go back to the world map, and then choose a different level, or the same level to, to kind of go back into. So something like that. Yeah, I, I don't know that game uh, specifically, but uh, also the, the, the Fallout games, they had also like a map traveling Yes. Where, where you visited different uh, in, in level the, hubs. In, in the original Fallout games, Fallout yeah. 1, 2, not, not the newer <laughs> ones like Fallout 3, uh, just so people can, can kind of go back and check that out if they've never actually played the original Fallout games, which would make me sad, but that's kind of <laughs> where we are, right? Yeah, uh, they are uh, pretty old right now, huh? Right, tw- absolutely. 20 years, yeah. You mentioned that you like the Torment games. Did you know that there's a new one coming out? Yeah, it, it just came out. Huh? I, I didn't have time yet uh, for it, but I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, so am I. I haven't got to play it yet. 
but one of my other coworkers got it, and uh, he's going to be letting me hop on his Steam account to play it, so I'm pretty excited about that. What would you say your biggest inspirations for the game are? I mean, you've gone over Fallout and uh, some other some other games that have obviously kind of given some inspiration to this, but what would you say your biggest inspiration is? It doesn't have to be video game related. <laughs> it's really, really a mix of so many things. Like the the dirty and gritty setting is a, is the main aspect of it. Uh, I like a lot, and uh, also mixing. Um, monsters and the uh, horror elements in it but not making him like uh, classic monsters but also uh, like beings you can talk to etc the the main uh, influence from the gameplay i would say is like ultima 7 uh, a world playing game where you have much exploration and you we have kind of a simulated world, but there's also a, a narrative uh, story going on. You follow along, but then you can go uh, sideways and uh, do different things. Yeah. Nice. What are you What are you doing when you're not working on Death Trash? <laughs> I'm uh, I'm spending a lot of time on the game actually. I'm also having my little uh, side projects, which are also uh, <laughs> making games or tools for games. I'm making a lot of art that is not directly related to Death Trash. Yeah, and uh, I'm still uh, spending time with my wife and, and going outside a bit. But I haven't really uh, any hobbies anymore. Well, I mean, if, if what you love doing and what you're working on is kind of like your hobby, that's, that's kind of cool, though. It is cool, but it's also like, uh, how do you say, like all encompassing, it's like uh, mm -hmm. there's, there's not much else left besides that. So sometimes I think it would be good to get a bit more distance, a bit more uh, free time. But yeah, on the other hand, I, I really love working on it. And it's, now, is, uh, now is the time for me to, to, to make it, to finish it. Absolutely. Well, you know, you're. I'm excited to to see the fi finished game. So I hope you keep working on it. But always make sure to take a break because sometimes you need that perspective to, you know, reinvigorate the process. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, true. Were you always going to use a pixel art style for the game, or did you have something different in mind when you first started? Oh, uh, the game itself uh, was born by uh, by the visuals, actually. So it was uh, pretty sure from, from the beginning that it was this art style. So, so the images were first and shortly after the, the world came into being. And what took a bit longer was like uh, then, then uh, figuring out how the real gameplay would be. So it was not, not a gameplay idea that started it all, but, but the world was there first. And be, because it began with a pixel art, it was always a, an important element of it. Nice. And it's a really fun pixel art, too, because you can... Uh, some pixel arts, like, when you're looking at uh, the sprites and everything, uh, some things just kind of get lost in translation, but in Death Trash, everything seems to come together really nicely uh, within the world. You never feel like things are getting lost, which is really nice. Oh, thanks. You mentioned tools earlier and going off your twitter feed you have some pretty amazing tools at your disposal that you've been using for creating dialogue trees and environments and it seems like you can kind of edit all these things quickly and on the fly what engine are you using for your game and then it's oh go ahead 
It's Unity, yeah. Okay. And then did you make these tools yourself? Yes, uh, they are all self-made, but they are not really like, uh, yeah, on the fly. They take a bit of time to make, but I'm I'm also uh, having a bit of uh, a big code base now, a big foundation of a framework. So it's it it's getting easier to add new tools. Well, I'll say that you make it look really easy when you post stuff on Twitter then because <laughs> when you're designing some of the levels and you're just kind of like brushing over uh, some of the details with the sprite editors, it just you make it look so easy and it's pretty awesome. Uh, they've become very useful now. Uh, I mean, I, I worked a lot on these tools. Some people were even teasing me if I'm still working on the game itself or not. But working on the game led to making these tools because I saw they they were needed. Like uh, the level editor, for example. Working without it was just not uh, just not really feasible uh, in Unity. Unity was not... Uh, uh, the the standard uh, tools they were just not uh, good enough for this kind of game or not not fast enough so they had to be done these tools and uh, now that they are there it's uh, really useful because i can uh, customize them to my own purpose yeah seeing some of your comparisons of of some of the initial level parts that you've remade uh from your original work to using the level editor uh it's kind of cool to see how similar it is, but also how many things have changed because you were able to add a little bit more detail. Yeah, my my fear was a bit that it uh, changed too much from the original art style, but, but I think it's still okay. Of course, it looks a bit different now because all the parts are like single elements instead of one whole painted image, etc. And of course, I... I myself, as an artist, uh, changed a bit over the time of the uh, yeah, one and a half years now. So there's a bit of a difference, but I think it's still uh, still okay. And in the beginning, I I really thought I could make uh, the whole levels like one complete the uh, painted image, but uh, that just didn't work out for the gameplay. That was too uh, yeah too complicated. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you've created quite an interesting variety in the arsenal for, for the game, but we haven't heard a lot about the Psy powers. Can you reveal anything cool about what, what you're going to be able to do with those Psy powers yet? Uh, that's the stuff that's really all uh, still in the working. Uh, so uh, the main elements of the, of the game are combat, dialogue, and exploration. And uh, I want to bring both uh, to combat and to non-combat special abilities for the player but the gameplay is really the part that worked on the most right now and still uh, a lot of parts missing so I'm uh, I don't want to talk about that too much because it will probably change anyhow no no problem that's kind of why I left it open and vague like that when you get to the website or you watch some of the prototype videos it shows off uh, some different characters that you can choose from are these characters purely aesthetic, or will each character have different starting abilities or stats? Uh, you make your own characters, like visuals, but also uh, simple uh, stats elements, yeah, and the kind of a background story uh, you choose. So, so it's, uh, the character gets a bit of personality given by you right from the start. 
Nice. So when you say that you get to personalize it, does that mean you get to like change their hair, skin color, different clothes, or is it like a select person that you choose from and then you make their name? No, you you can select single colors uh, and uh, different head, etc. I'm I'm still figuring out some of the stuff because it's the uh, a bit complicated uh, with the uh, with the in- animations because every, it's frame by frame animation, so it's uh, not like with 3D animations where you can just stuck one element on and it fits for all. So uh, the more uh, details or more um, options I add, the more uh, yeah it gets a lot uh, on making the animations. But but I think there will be a good variety of of different visuals for the characters. Nice. Well, I mean, there's already some really cool stuff going on with just the the kind of the main character that you show off. So I'm I'm pretty excited. Your website says James Dean is doing the music for the game. Is is that like the James Dean or <laughs> a different, less well known musician with the same name? <laughs> yeah. yeah, a different uh, James Dean. But he's really great. Uh, I like his style a lot, and uh, um, he already added kind of uh, a bit of ambience and uh, and some sound effects to the game, and it's really uh, helping uh, bringing it uh, alive. Nice. What's your favorite thing to do while playing the game when you're testing a build? Um, uh, I always like to uh, to try out how the uh, yeah annoy the people or just randomly shoot them and uh, how they react and uh, that kind of stuff. I want to add a lot to the game so the the characters have even their own agendas or their 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 daily schedules. They walk around, they interact with each other, and uh, you as a player can just watch them do it, or you can try to manipulate them or uh, yeah disturb them. Uh. So. Death Trash looks pretty amazing. I mean, you've got these gigantic creatures, these regular people, these other creatures that you can kind of interact with. And as you were saying, you get to interact with them in, within this world to kind of play out your own epic story. But do you, do you know like when it's going to be released? Do you have an idea of a release window? Right now on the website, it just says 2000, 2017 or later. Would you say you're, you're fairly far into the development or still kind of mid-range? Mid-range still. Okay. There, uh, there will be a Kickstarter in two or three months, and I'm hoping to uh, a few months after that sh- should be uh, the release of an uh, of an alpha version, playable version for for many people, and then I'm doing it step by step. Uh, I, there's still so much uh, left to do. I really can't give an uh, exact date right now. And then, do you have any other platforms in mind? Uh, I know it's you have right now. It's PC and Mac, I believe, or was it Linux? Linux too. Yeah. Okay. So, is there yeah. anything else other than those three? It, it's possible. There's uh, no definite, uh, yeah, no no advanced planning on that yet. But, but the game uh, works also with uh, with gamepad in addition to mouse and keyboard and uh, it was so from day one so uh, I think it would be a good fit uh, to console uh, platforms too As far as the Kickstarter goes do you think you might add platforms as stretch goals if the funding gets high enough? Not sure yet The one thing I would be trepidatious about is that all of a sudden puts a lot more work on you and then puts a lot more uh, into the game as far as uh, hype 
behind it. Uh, oh man, it's coming out for Xbox One now. All of a sudden, you're like, okay, I got to make sure the Xbox One version is working, so I can definitely understand why you may not want to go there right away. I, I had a similar thinking, and also the, the the PC version is really uh, most important to me first. And there's also the questions uh, with other languages, etc. But uh, I just want to get it, the game done first in English and on PC, and then uh, yeah, absolutely. What advice do you have for other indie developers or people who might want to start uh, their own game? Uh, don't start with a big game. Start small and then uh, build up from there. Okay. So I I made a lot of small things before, but but this step from from the very small games I made to to this project now it was a a bit too too large too big this step but it's okay I'm figuring out uh, everything but uh, it would have been wise to have something uh, middle sized in between absolutely uh, but on the other end I just uh, it just the game the project just appeared it, it just uh, revealed itself like so I didn't really plan to make oh let's let's make a big game now but it just uh, yeah, came into being well Thank you for taking the time out of your day to sit down and talk with us. It's been pretty amazing. It's honestly, it's our first interview that I've gotten my, you know, an email back and I'm pretty excited. Uh, I couldn't be happier at the result because it's one of my most anticipated projects that I've been looking at so far. Oh, that's cool to hear. It was a real pleasure for me. Thanks. And uh, sorry for my uh, German accent, etc. Oh, no problem at all. And then, uh, where can people check you out? Uh, it's all on uh, deathtrash.com. Okay. On awesome. my uh, Twitter account, Twitter uh, at uh, Tailcrafter. Tailcrafter, that's T-A-L-E? Yeah. Awesome. So I guess that's it. That's our first developer interview. Hopefully this is the first of many to come. And please let us know what you thought and what we could improve on. Comment to us, message us on Facebook, facebook.com slash hold to skip. Email us at hold to skip at gmail.com or catch us on Twitter at hold to skip. We're nothing without you guys and gals, so thank you so much.